Let's talk about one of the first songs on the album, Daddy's Disappointment.
Yeah, that song was the one I had to write to be able to write freely again. So I left my publishing deal in um, the fall of 2015, and then I went to bartending school, and I started waiting tables as a way to make money. I felt like I had to take the pressure off of being creative to make my money, just for my creative spirit. So anyway, I had started waiting tables in Nashville. Lots of country stars come in there, lots of songwriters. One of them in particular, Tom Douglas, I actually had written with one time whenever I had a publishing deal. And he came into the restaurant quite a bit and started taking an interest in me and my career. One day he was doing his usual check-in and he said, anybody can write a song in two weeks. He basically challenged me to write a song and he left me his email address. And he said, whenever I wrote something, I loved to send it to him. So I went home and it was like my soul, my spirit knew what I needed to write. It had to be this song. It was me processing my relationship with my dad and my relationship with music. And the two were kind of one and the same for a while whenever I was growing up. So part of the album uh, feels to me to be very confessional and autobiographical and it's hard to listen to a song called daddy's disappointment perhaps there's no song that's a pure autobiographical song there's always writer's license in what you do but i imagine this is fairly autobiographical <laughs> yes you would be correct in that this song was kind of like a couple therapy sessions probably or a whole slew of them you know my dad is my number one fan and Whenever I started playing music, he saw the potential. I was 15, and I think he saw that and was like, oh, wow, this is something that she can pursue. Yeah, my parents, they were very, very supportive of me doing music, but then it kind of led to this situation where a lot of creatives, their parents want them to get a real job. Well, my parents were like, you have to do music. So it throws in this interesting dynamic which is this song was me figuring out, am I doing music for myself or am I doing it for somebody else? Because I naturally had this inclination to sing and to write. But then whenever your parents want you to do something, you kind of don't want to do it. And I think many, many people have that, like, I don't know if you call it rebellion, but just like that rub and you have to figure out what am I doing for myself and what am I doing for someone else? My dad was kind of like my stage mom. <laughs> for a while. Yeah, no, it sounds like that in the song. When did you start writing songs and why did you start writing songs? Was it at the age of 15 when you learned your first three chords? That part is probably a little bit of a stretch. My dad gave me an electric guitar when I was 13. It was a Fender. He played music in high school. So he was in a rock band called the Six Teens and there were six of them and they were all 16. He definitely had an interest in music. So it was always around. I learned a couple chords then. And then whenever I was a freshman in high school, whenever I was 15, my class did this segment on folk music. And so I brought in my dad's guitar and I was practicing. That's whenever I really started getting into chords and all of that. And I just started singing. I wasn't really writing then, but that's like whenever I started singing and doing cover songs and playing at 
fairs and little country music shows around the area. But I started writing whenever I was 19. I've always had a knack for writing, but I started writing songs whenever I was 19. I was in a really bad car wreck the summer after I graduated from high school, and I broke my ankle in five places. And I was set to go to Belmont University in the fall, which is known for many things, but among them, it's music and music business programs. We decided to put that off for a semester. As luck would have it, I also got dumped by my boyfriend at the time. And I was heartbroken and sleeping in a hospital bed in my parents' living room, going to community college classes that met at my high school. So it was not really my favorite season of life. And I had a vocal coach who told me that if I ever wanted to do anything in Nashville, I had to write songs. I had plenty of uh, inspiration with my breakup and I started writing and then I recorded a couple simple versions of it and I mailed him like a couple CDs (laughs) of songs that I'd written. (laughs) Just to get back at him? (laughs) I thought I was, but I really don't think I was. (laughs) Did he respond and say, this is great stuff or are you still mad at me or (laughs) can we get back together? (laughs) It, I think in my mind, like it might make him want me more. I think in his mind, he's probably like, who is this stalker girl? You know, <laughs> so <laughs> that's how that went. But that's what started it, you know. The whole album is this bit of therapy. Like as a listener, I feel like I'm sitting on your therapy couch and not just you talking about your own sort of experiences that required your therapy, but... I started to think it was an album about issues, but I realized that it's really an album about the origin of issues and the origin of baggage. And everybody has that in life. I don't care who you are, you know, you have issues and baggage and they come from a place. And these songs are about that place where the issues come from in my mind. I love that take on it. I love that you see that in the songs. Um, I've never really thought about it from that perspective, but that makes so much sense. And I'm probably going to keep thinking about that. Well, it's a challenging album, you know, and it's engrossing because it's so challenging. You do this deep dive into the human experiences and you take people to these uncomfortable places, frankly, you know, and daddy's disappointment sort of starts it off and we all come from a daddy and, you know, I guess it's a different relationship for daddy's girl than it is daddy's boy, but it's similar in some respects. Yeah. And like, whenever I sent this song to Tom Douglas, he said that he related to it as a father and as a son. That really meant a lot to me. Like, I don't want this to be a song that is just like poo-pooing my dad. You know, it's, I was terrified for him to hear it for a long time. Um, because I didn't want to hurt his feelings because, you know, especially the older I get, the more I realize like our parents just want to do better. They want to do the best they can. They want to do better than their parents. And from what I understand, like my dad's parents didn't really set expectations for him. And I think whenever, you know, I was being raised, they wanted to make sure that, you know, they wanted me to have some kind of motivation and set a standard. And that worked well with my personality type. Like I'm an achiever, you know? So 
I don't know. I think a lot of people will see themselves in the song and I hope just like find some kind of understanding no matter where you are. So have you played the song for your dad? I have. Yes. He's, he's heard it for a couple of years now. So he knew that I was nervous for him to hear it, but he said, it's a really good, important song. And I think that you should play it. You got daddy's blessing to play daddy's disappointment. I got daddy's blessing for daddy's disappointment. <laughs> Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach sweat platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.